The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Mighty Gems, spotlighting everyday jewels with your host, Dee Lee. It is common for all of us to take things for granted, the familiar in our daily lives. For example, our home, our job, our health, our relationships with family and friends and pets. By paying attention and polishing your own life gems, you can add your light to life. And that creates a mighty gem. On today's program, you will learn how paying attention to the small things can make your life mighty. So polish the facets of the extraordinary jewels around you by joining your host, Dee Lee. Learn how being mighty is possible when you polish the extraordinary jewels in your life. Now, here is your host, Dee Lee. Welcome to our show today, Mighty Gems, Spotlighting Everyday Jewels. My name is Dee Lee, and today I'm here with our guest host, Lynn Sherell. What are gems and jewels really? They are stones and tend to have different value for each person. It really depends upon how they relate to them individually as to the true value they have. As a very little stone or pebble, they could be considered to be very small from a physical size, but could have a huge value in terms of the different scents and basic effect. As we are spotlighting everyday jewels, we are taking a closer look at ordinary things in our daily living that are really magnificent when we stop and pay attention. As with real jewels, and that everything is real, the value is in the eye of the beholder. The sparkle can be a different attraction for everyone, but it tends to catch our attention. We are truly inspired. Expired. (laughs) (laughs) It has expired. We are inspired. The single biggest problem in communication is the illusion that it has taken place. George Bernard Shaw said that, and that is so true. Having a good conversation is like putting together tasty ingredients to make a very special meal. As with any recipe, there are basic ingredients that come with measuring suggestions and instructions on how to mix things and how long to bake them for the perfect outcome. Just like a great dish, a conversation is more than tossing around a few words. It's actually a powerful process of manifestation. Speaking truth and manifesting desire is the essence of the fifth chakra in our mighty human energy system. So how you convey your message becomes truly important. Only 10% of of people remember what they hear, so you have to make the most of your communications. There are really key ingredients for creating powerful communication clarity and results through conversations and by using them consistently. They are basis for the recipe that you can use right away. Communication is a very valuable jewel in our vocabulary, and language is very much made up of a lot of jewels. It literally means the exchange of thoughts and messages. 
or information with speech, signals, writing, or behavior, and is really an art-using techniques for imparting information or ideas. It is also valuable... Um, it is also valuable when thinking in terms of the communication system made up of the physical mail, telephones, radio, television, computers, and email, a technology and related network for transmitting messages, and also a route used in moving troops around as well as the supplies they use. And troops and supplies in the countries, um, you know, it, it's very complex system. Effective communication is the outcome of successfully identifying and mixing all of the essential ingredients together for the specific exchange taking place. Here's an interesting comment. Ken Hubbard said, don't knock the weather. Nine-tenths of the people couldn't start a conversation if it didn't change once in a while. So in general, communication is a way of connecting. So from a higher perspective, there are some basic ingredients that are needed for effective communication to occur. There needs to be an open environment for the two-way process to take place, keeping the elements being shared simple, being aware of the nonverbal elements of body language, energy level, and presence of the exchange, and listening with your eyes, your, well, listening with your ears, your heart, your mind, and using your eyes as well. I think my eyes have ears. <laughs> I just had a funny visual. <laughs> you know, I read a poem once that said um, the person was on the knees of their heart. And I thought, wow, that just stuck with me, you know. That's you like don't think story. about things like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah the image. And that's. Yeah, it's kind of like what we're doing here. I mean, we're really, um, you know, keeping in the theme of Mighty Gems, we're prospecting. And. We're at this moment, we're using a system that has been used for centuries in terms of the chakras or the energy centers. This is an ancient system, but we're using it to prospect through our lives now and today. And even though this system is centuries old, it defies time and space. It really describes how energy flows. Or it's one way. It's one way. There are many different systems. But, you know, we've talked about it, uh, but the word system is really a method, a plan, or a procedure that can look really complex from the outside, but um, because it has all these moving parts, and yet when you put them together in a side by side, step by step, systematic, huh, systematic way. I don't think you can use the word to define the word, but I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> but then you can really plug yourself into it, and then you have ideas about the direction you're going in. And so we have been looking at um, what we have within as valuable ore and minerals. And some of these are really deeply ingrained. Some are visible, some are hidden from the surface. It's the combination and the mixture that makes each of us valuable and potentially explosive. So uh, for many people, the word mining relates to several related words, excavating, um, which is the process of extracting valuable substances from the ground. Some are holes, some are open pits, some use water running over the ground to erode the underlying minerals and strata. It's, you know, I'm all hooked into um, the Bering Sea, which, you know, they've got these dredgers out in the open ocean. It's just, it's amazing. But when, you know, what I've learned from that and just in life, having the right mining equipment ultimately makes the discovery easier. It's more amazing, and it's just a lot more fun. So 
when you have this insight, you have the confidence of knowing how to maneuver around hurdles and hurdles. Did I just really <laughs> say that? Hurdles. I think I like it. I You're think making I up like new it. words. That's cool. Yeah, I think I was thinking hurdles and, and obstacles at the same time. That, that I'm, I'm, I'm going to write that one down. There it is. So, yeah, but you can get around these hurdles and obstacles and roadblocks that are between you and the mining claims that you want to um, to work. So others might hear about the claiming, you know, claiming rights and maybe they're scrambling around, they're running around in circles trying to get things together. But when you've got this process, it just makes it a lot easier to extract what you need from it and benefit by it. So um, with today, our conversation is really going to be around the fifth chakra, which is physically, this is your throat and it works on the thyroid glands and on your thymus. This is the energy center that governs communication and expression and encourages communication and creativity. So we've been through the first chakra, which is really about, um, it's at basically at your groin area, and that's about understanding how you are oriented in time and space on the physical planet. It's about your birth family and primal stuff. Then right below your belly button is the second chakra, which is about creativity and um, children and money and abundance. And then your third chakra is just above your belly button, and that's about your personal responsibility and your the way you make decisions for yourself and your ethics and and then your fourth chakra is about giving and receiving love. And um, really, when you get to the fifth chakra, now you're talking about the strength of will and your personal expression where you give and receive messages. It's where you, people don't know this, but your fifth chakra is where you use your personal power to create and follow your dreams. You make choices from your fifth chakra. Well, you make choices from all your chakras, but this one is the communication center. And depending on how you use your voice, you can experience a lot of different outcomes. So the goal is to keep the ingredients together, weigh them out properly, and then mix them in the right order so each outcome that you intend occurs. (laughs) How clear is that? Right? (laughs) There you go. (laughs) So, well, effective communication is our goal. Along with this basic outcome we are working with is effectively building relationships as we mix and match the various ingredients within, within our application exchange of putting together the recipe. We're using a recipe image because you know, it's a step-by-step process with multiple type components. And the recipe is really, a if you look at it, it's a basic formula in the action. Our introduction here is for something we call, we simply call the Mighty Handy Formula. And that was introduced in another show that we had previously, which is made up of six components and is based on the image of the fingers and palm of your hand. It's really simple to remember and easy to apply. Um, so essentially... Epictetus was a Greek philosopher who shared many timeless pearls of wisdom, which are pearls or or gems. One basic observation he shared is useful in any interaction in that we have two ears and one mouth so that we can listen twice as much as we speak. And And yet people talk all the time. mm -hmm. It makes me a little crazy because they have opinions and they're shooting their mouths off and they're not able to take in information that could actually literally transform their world. Mm -hmm. It's just, um, it's something that uh, I was watching a show and this, you know, it was kind of one of those, um, you know, Hell's Kitchen type where the guy was like yelling at people, you know, but he said, you know, if you are talking, you're not learning. 
So I, and it was, you know, it's so true. So many people are so busy defending what they think they already know that they're not open. And by the way, a pearl, isn't it interesting? Pearl, a pearl starts out as a little tiny grain of, you know, irritant that becomes covered and becomes a beautiful, you know, a be- something of beauty. I think that's kind of interesting. Yeah, that's a that's an imagery with the whole process of mighty gems. You know, it's common, it's ordinary. Some people consider it mundane, and then you start looking at how it it changes and looks. You know, down the road, you know, each of us is really a gem. Mm-hmm, sure. If, if I you're, think I'm an extra special one. <laughs> I think we all have different facets. I think you are too. <laughs> oh, thank you very much. <laughs> We're we're believing it. Yes, we're living. <laughs> we're living the dream, folks. Come on, join us. <laughs> if you are like most people, there seems to be a limited amount of time available for communication, with all of the distractions we each face every day. And just like what Lynn was suggesting, from a time clock basis, having gotten someone's valuable attention, however you get it, it becomes more and more important to not only know the basic ingredients but to actively use them all of the time. So one of the first things, um, you have your thumb on your hand, hopefully. Um, you can use that in the memory of a foundation. You know, create an open mindset and environmental climate. That's one of the ingredients here that we're um, offering as a, an idea. Um, by having an open mindset and environment, this establishes what this means to you as you open up your own thinking and create an atmosphere where others feel confident they can share ideas and speak freely. When it's set as an underlying framework to build upon, it really encourages and inspires confidence in people to share their views. And then the second ingredient would be to use your ears to actively listen and your eyes to connect. Similar in the process of what Lynn was suggesting is that people are so bent in their own um, world, or not bent, maybe they're bent, but um, they're so focused in their own world, they don't really listen and they don't connect to, to their person that they're sharing with. We all get excited that we have actually captured some valuable time to talk and we want to not lose our train of thought. So a lot of times we want to add our points during a communication exchange. When we are so wrapped up with this timing issue, we end up not really spending time actually listening to the conversation. So this reminder can be on your focus, um, which is your second finger of your hand. So before you begin, shift your mindset into an outward rather than an inward focus. The effect of actively doing this before you start the exchange will make you less self-centered on your points. This really allows you to find potential paths within the conversation to ask more questions and explore the route and have more fun in the exchange. At the same time, you're doing this, directly look and connect to the other person with your eyes. This is really a deep connection link and cannot be accomplished any other way. This is also a sign of your respect for the other person you are communicating with. Be present. Put away your cell phone, turn off the phone vibration and ring features so they are not buzzing, or they tend to bounce around on the tabletop in a, or in a pocket or purse, or any other distracting media you might normally relate to when it makes a noise. So this really means to acknowledge the value of the time you, that has been set aside to communicate without texting or reviewing your media while you're also communicating. 
A third area is to boil down the topic ahead of time so it is really, in your mind, a very simple set of words and concepts. This is your middle finger feeling. Um, Use simple words and explain them in a clear sequence for whatever topic is being shared. You know, know your, your audience. By doing this, you will explain things so they clearly understand and will pay attention as an engaged listener. Sharing your passion on the topic will break down barriers as well. John Cotter is an authority on leadership and change, and he said, Good communication does not mean that you have to speak in perfectly formed sentences and paragraphs. It isn't about slickness. Simple and clear go a long way. The fourth one would be to prepare and practice your anticipated exchange. This is considered flow, or the ring finger. There is an old adage that seems to have gotten lost with from its original link to who said it, but it, a lot of people repeat it. It's not what you say, it's how you say it. You can actually have an exciting topic and interesting facts, but if you have a lack of body language and tone, it can result in a bad outcome for your audience. They could be all asleep. Eliminate any visual distractions and use your whole presence to keep your audience engaged and excited. Your audience will likely forget what you have said, but they will remember how you made them feel by having things flowing with both the verbal and nonverbal exchange that you're offering. A fifth one would be actively show interest. This is the fun, little pinky. Um, Show interest, empathy, and understanding. And invite people to share appropriate stories, you know, as it relates to the topic. By doing the stories, you're sharing your own versions of the stories, and this is how people can remember what has been shared. People will remember stories more than they will, you know, the various topics. So, share your own version. The content and delivery, that is what communication is. And by keeping an openness with this exchange, you will encourage more people to open up and share. And with that note, we're going to take a quick break and we will be right back. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's time to access your magic. Tune in each week to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with your host, Glenice Hughes. Our topics cover finances, personal health, business, relationships, mediumship, and so much more. If you want to access all that is possible in your life, listen to Glenice and her expert guests who've turned the impossible into the possible. Living in the Magic of Possibilities is heard live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Divorce leaves behind some lasting scars. Besides the emotional impact of starting over, keeping your family in order, co-parenting, and the general confusion that comes with it, there are also financial impacts, slow and grueling legal processes, and lack of support and resources to turn to. Tune in to Divorce Sucks, a smart girl's guide to doing it better, with host Laura Maiola. We'll bring you the tools to sort it all out the right way. Every Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. 
are listening to Mighty Gems, Spotlighting Everyday Jewels with Dee Lee. To reach the program today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send us an email to jewels at mightygems.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back to Mighty Gems. My name is Donna Dee Lee, and I'm here with our co-host, Lynn Sherrell. And we're looking very closely at a mighty jewel, which everyone uses in various forms, called communication. And really, it's made up of content and delivery, as we were explaining before the, the break. By keeping an openness with this exchange and encouraging more people to open up and share. This is a, a very important ingredient. We're talking about different ingredients to make up the effective c- communication, which is our recipe process. With this particular ingredient having to do with uh, looking at this as actively showing interest, empathy, and understanding, which we reference as fun, our little pinky finger, uh, and the mighty handy formula, this is um, your chance to insert any facts or your opinion, which might show you have some experience with whatever is being shared. This also helps solidify the relationships you're building with this five-step process. And then as you um, open up your entire palm, um, that is freedom. And um, when you open this up, you're going through the whole key step process to provide success for your exchange. You have successfully worked the elements of the formula, a good conversation, effective communication, and hopefully with this process, you're having great, uh, good effort with good relationships. Okay, so to summarize this, we've got the thumb is the foundation, so that's what kind of builds the basis for everything else. That gives the solid framework. And then the, the is that the forefinger, that's where focus is, where mm-hmm. you point your finger. Mm-hmm. And so that's focus. And then the middle finger is feel, which is really about um, your passion and the emotional connection. And then the ring finger is about flow. Which there may be some who are wearing, who are wearing a ring on that finger, who aren't really feeling the flow. But you know, <laughs> this is how you get it back, right? You know the flow. <laughs> you know the flow. So yeah, and it's not what you say, but it's how you say it. And then the pinky finger is for fun. And then when you open your hand, you have freedom. So that seemed, that feels really good to me for a communication system. And it's a nice physical reminder to use, to use you know, what you have right with you all the time to remind you on how to really, it's a life philosophy. It's a communication system and a life philosophy. And so, it can be used as a reminder system for a lot of things. I mean, the key words are uh, foundation, focus, feel, flow, and fun, and woo, voila, it's freedom. <laughs> Yeah, that's the one for me, freedom. (laughs) Well, no, Henry Brooks Adams, he said, no one means all he says, and yet very few say all they mean, for words are slippery and thought is viscous, which I think is a really interesting quote. You know, thought is viscous and words are slippery, so no one actually means what they say. Uh, or all that he says. So anyway, you know, and 
part of communication is that we all take it for granted. We think we know what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> well, think so, about the uh, way back when there when language was you know grunts and groans. You know, that's still language. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was an exchange of understanding. Yeah. I, you know, I used to have a boyfriend that was it. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> that was an entire conversation right there. <laughs> was that, was that behind a newspaper? <laughs> yeah, right? It's like, that was, uh, let's have pizza tonight. What do you think? Yeah, okay, that sounds good. <laughs> so, but, yeah, really, interesting. What, what kind of pizza did he want? Mm-hmm. I know, right? <laughs> Well, I got to choose. <laughs> ah, okay. <laughs> Whatever you want. That's what it, that's how I interpreted that one. So, <laughs> but really, I mean, the fifth chakra, it just, it, you know, it's your communication center and it's about keeping your word and saying what you mean and meaning what you say. Um, and interesting, you know, in each of the chakras, there's always the light, which we're talking about, but there's also a shadow. And part of the shadow is the fear. And the fear that lives in the fifth chakra is actually of not connecting with source energy to create. So if we're not accepting responsibility for what we've created in our lives, that's a fifth chakra issue. How to use your will lives in your throat because this is the connection between your head and your heart. So when you're in a holding pattern, um, let's just say you're like, adamant about something. No, this is the way it's going to be. Your neck might get stiff because you have a belief that just doesn't want to release. It doesn't want to get going. It, you know, the, the phrase that people have used to describe this is we get high necked. It's a high necked, it's high necked thinking and we become inflexible. We have a rigid neck because we have a fear of growth. The good news is we can unite head and heart through the choices we make, through the fifth chakra, which is, you know, it's all about communication and messages. It's about speaking your truth, keeping your word. This is your personal expression. So your power to create and the choices you make, these are the gifts of your fifth chakra. And so, um, you know, in business, it's about referrals because people are sharing about their message about you. Or in your career, people are talking you up and this is how you get promoted, right? So, you know, the fifth chakra really has a lot to do with how everything happens in your life. So um, when you're, uh, you know, we go through life, we're all in sales. I don't know if everybody listening here knows that, but... Every day we are in sales. We are selling something. We're selling that we are a good friend, employee, mother, daughter, boss, entrepreneur, whatever. It's like we're selling all the time. And marketing is how we promote the messages of that sale, and that lives in your fifth chakra. So, you know, you're actually in service to others through your fifth chakra. So you want to use the language of connection instead of just the language of facts. Of just, you know, people don't really just do the facts. It's not just about information. Facts are important. Um, but really, it's this, you know, facts tell but stories sell, right? So, um, you know, really, the people, when they um, connect to you through story, it that pulls them in emotionally. Um, you know, in, in terms of... Um, 
trying to get excitement, you know, if you watch maybe the commercials for like wrestling or a used car sale, and like, hey, wow, 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 this is like the greatest deal ever. You'll get a car for $5. You know, it's like that's a hook that'll get people in the door. But really, I mean, you know, it's a hook. You know, it's not, that's not a way to build a real relationship, right? So um, you want to, in every relationship, if you want it to last, if you want it to be sustainable, you want to use the language of connection. And that's because that way other people can feel your heart. So 90% of your message is actually nonverbal. Um, even though the fifth chakra is the connection center for communication, most of your message is really nonverbal. You want to develop all the way to communicate your heart. And so this is really an exercise in self-development when you pay attention to how you're communicating. So, you know, and in fact, I mean, if you're in business, you've probably heard of Google AdWords or if you've done a search on the internet, you know, you see those little ads on the right-hand side. How do you think those ads get there? Well, people, you, the person who took that ad had to stop and think, how is someone going to find what it is that I have to offer? They had to find the key words. The key words that people use to find something actually show their values you know you know so when you're typing in um you know i don't know pumpkin cheesecake <laughs> you know <laughs> i mean that kind of like <laughs> right and that just shows you where you're at now someone might say like for me i i never search the right things i think so different than anybody else i'll put in something like you know um catalyze my thinking and the search engine just draws a blank. Like, you know, people, but most people would say jumpstart a new mindset or something. You know, it's like same concept, but it's how the person says it. So you really have to know your person. So it's really interesting. Um, so, you know, the choices that you use in communicating um, to other people, that all comes from your fifth chakra. And as you're communicating, it means that you're unveiling or revealing who you are and that can bring up a fear of rejection or uncertainty or um, you know a fear of limiting possibilities because if you say one thing but you might be rejected for it then you kind of outthink yourself and then you hold back and you censor so you know you might withdraw you might clam up you might change direction you might freeze there's any number of responses that you could have but all of these responses are really in your fifth chakra and when we're more aware, we actually give ourselves new choices. So, and that's what this is all about. Mighty Gems is about expanding your awareness. So when you have any of these kinds of reactions, just know it's an invitation to know yourself a little better, to, to, to have a little more awareness, to become a little more conscious. That's really all those reactions are. So, you know, the, there are, um, various aspects to self-development that you can use and pull through your communication to be more effective in relating to others. And, and by that, it's um, the aspect of spirit and your uh, intellect, your head, your heart, your verbal. You can pull all those through your communications. And when you do that and you're sharing this with other people, there's also an element of just trust. You have to trust whatever you need to say. You can't plan out every single word. Your message and your energy combined say who you are. So show up and trust that whatever is going to happen is what needs to happen. If you know your subject, and it's just it's never a problem for you, even if you don't know how to do a presentation on it, right? You, if you know what you're talking about, you, you're going to be effective because you're speaking from the heart and people feel it. 
So um, one of the things that I wrote, um, I, I've taught a presentation on public speaking, and there's actually um, there's eight points of an actual public speaking presentation, and I included it. I wrote a book on the Big Book of Marketing, um, Personal and, and Business Accelerators, and I included it in there. But part of that is as that congruence between your passion and the words, between your energy and what's coming from your mind. So, you know, for the fifth chakra, there are some questions that you can think about that will give you insight. And if any of this that we're saying here brings something up, jot that down because you're going to want to go back and revisit that. So, you know, do you know how you're coming across in what you what you say is your communication clear and concise is it compelling when you want something what are the key phrases and the core messages that you share a lot about you know it's almost um like when uh you know you see the family vignette and you know dad starts talking and resharing another story they're like oh dad you've told it well that's a core story for him so what's your core story or what stories do you repeat over and over um you know this it's uh, and if you're in service, if you're in business or um, in your career, if you're in sales or an entrepreneur, it's it's not about saying, I can help you do blah, 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 because I have this experience. Instead, it's about here's what you'll receive and here's what you will experience by working with me. So that's the difference. That's an emotional connection in your marketing. And you make it about the other person. It's not about you. So are you speaking your truth through your work, your business, your career? Career, or do you find yourself holding back and managing other people's potential reactions? Um, you know, one of my clients, her greatest gift really is in connecting with people. Uh, she's a massage therapist, her, and she connects with people to understand what their physical body needs, and that's what she channels through her massage. So, I mean, can you imagine having a massage by somebody who does that? <laughs> you know? but, and yet, you know, when I met her, she was actually not going to actually tell people that. She said, oh, I'm just going to tell them I do straight massage or maybe a little craniosacral, and that's it. And she was really missing all the magic. She was so afraid that people were going to judge her or think she was weird or not get it or whatever. And so she actually was managing their potential reactions. It wasn't even a reaction yet. She was ahead of them even having the chance to react. And what she did is she actually cut off her secret sauce and connecting with them. So, you know, that would be the question to ask yourself. Are you speaking your truth? Or do you find yourself holding back and managing according to other people's potential reactions? Do you mean what you say? Do you say what you mean? Do you keep your word? Even more, do you keep your promises? And that includes to yourself, by the way. Are you in alignment with your integrity in any language, whether it's written or verbal, about business or personal? Are you following the dreams of your heart through your work and what you're doing and where you're putting your attention? Or are you putting your dreams off until something else happens first? That's a fifth chakra issue. Are you creating consistently to allow your voice to flow through all that you do? These are the questions you want to be asking yourself. And, you know, William, Wor- William Wordsworth, <laughs> easy for me to say, said, fill your paper with the breathings of your heart. How powerful is that? That's, that's the key, right? Yes, that's very simple in a, in a way, but it's so complex to actually apply. Yeah, deceptively simple. It's deceptively simple. 
because, you know, when you really sit down to write, um, and, you know, by the way, when you're writing, it's not about writing on a computer. That's not what we're talking about. If you decide that you want to really jumpstart your communication process, sit down with a pen and a piece of paper and start writing that way because when your body is engaged, it comes from your mind, it passes through your, it passes through your chakra, your fifth chakra, into your body, down your arm, down your hand, and onto the paper. That is what this kind of writing is about. You want to spill forward the breathings of your heart on paper. You can't do it digitally. It has to be physical. Well, it's very tangible. Mm-hmm. And the experience, I think a lot of people haven't experienced that, too. Right. I would, I right. would guess, you know, it's kind of like the lost uh, art. Yeah. Well, Julia Cameron, in The Artist's Way, she talks about doing morning pages. Every day you get up and you write morning pages, like two, three, five pages, whatever it is, but what's going on and what's coming up to the surface and what do you want to think about? And, you know, you do it while you're drinking your coffee or your orange juice or in meditation or whatever, you know, it's, you take that time to really connect with that deeper part of yourself. And that means that you are a more effective communicator with everyone because you get to know yourself better. So and some some people don't want to know themselves. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's true. And that and what happens then if they don't want to know themselves? Now they're disconnected from themselves. How can they possibly be connected to anyone else? Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't happen. So you know you really have to be connected with who you are, what makes you tick, and the messages that stir your soul. That's where you want to focus because what you're putting your attention on is what you're creating and activating in your own life. So if you are focused on the knots, the negatives, the ills, the bad stuff, the whatever, like that's what you're going to create more of. The universe is very literal. It's just going to say, oh, lots of attention is there. Must be that, you know, that person wants more of that. You know, think about that, right? So in the morning, you want to clear your mind and be in that space of positivity and feel good energy. And that's really what the Mighty Gems is all about. It's about calling your attention to what makes the world sparkle. And that's everything around you right now. Everything has sparkle. There's a mighty gem in you, and there's a mighty gem, at least one, right now, just from where you're sitting, you can see it. Well, and it's interesting how it really sparkles, because people will pick up on that attitude and that light coming out of your eyes as you connect to their eyes. You know, that, that's a very powerful exchange. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, the eyes are the window of the soul, right? Mm-hmm. So, it makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. And if you... If you exchange eyes with an animal, your dog, your cat, your hamster, or whatever. I don't know about a snake, but... Um, <laughs> Even a snake, I'm sure. I guess, Even you a know, snake. And take a look at, you know, the, you can see what, what's going on maybe in their, their mindset, which we don't totally all understand, but it's very interesting. And on that note, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back and explore more. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Is there a real magic formula for success, or is it something more? Does the divine nature within, when activated, become a powerful unified force that catapults an individual to greatness? Join visionary host Sharon Rose Washington, author, empowerment life coach, and energy healer, to explore the answer to the big question of why we are here. 
She'll have amazing luminary guests ranging from business thought leaders to top celebrities. Tune in every Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. If you're looking for tips for personal success, look no further than DJ and the Bear, keeping you at the top of your game with your hosts, leadership and personal effectiveness consultant, Dietta Jones and Richard Dent, formerly of the champion Chicago Bears. Together as a husband and wife team, they've raised a family, owned two successful businesses, led major philanthropic initiatives through their foundation, and lived the ultimate lifestyle. Find out their secrets. Listen every Monday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Empowerment. We're on Facebook, along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. are listening to Mighty Gems, Spotlighting Everyday Jewels with Dee Lee. To reach the program today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send us an email to jewels at mightygems.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back to Mighty Gems, and we're spotlighting everyday jewel of communication. Oliver Wendell Holmes said, talking is like playing on the harp. There is as much in laying the hands on the strings to stop their vibration as in twanging them to bring out their music. Now, I relate to the twanging because I I was trying to learn guitar. (laughs) That was a lot of work. But we did make music, and it can feel like you're in a construction zone when you're putting together a system for yourself to operate. The energy system has a lot of components, but we can discover them one by one and build upon each as we are prospecting and discovering the values for ourselves or others. Having a focused attention is a starting point as we work through the various components and elements of putting together the essential structure of our desired energetic construction project. As far as the color focus for the fifth chakra, it's really governed by the color blue, which is knowledge, or relates to knowledge, health, and decisiveness. Related organs are the throat and the lungs, endocrine gland, thyroid. The upper digestive tract can be affected by imbalance in this area. Turquoise can also be helpful for both the throat and the heart chakra. Some of the associated problems that can be actively out there could relate to thyroid problems. It could be over or underactive. Anorexia, uh, this is a multiple, multifaceted chakra problem, but it has a strong connection to the throat chakra. Asthma, bronchitis, hearing problems. You know, it's, it's one of those that the connections with the brow chakra and problems of the upper digestive, they're all interrelated there. Mouth ulcers, throat, you know, sore throats, tonsillitis. Some of the personality traits um, have to do with loyalty, being tactful, affectionate, inspiring, inventing, caring, and cautious. So the color blue brings up um, and relates to the spirit and, it, and self-expression, speech, communication, 
the ability to communicate our needs and requirements. Spirit of truth and purpose. This is a mentally relaxing color. Blue has a kind of a pacifying effect on the nervous system and brings great relaxation. You know, there's very much ideal for sleep problems in hyperactive children. It connects us to the holistic thought and gives us freedom, or some wisdom, hopefully, and freedom, and clarity, enhancing communication and speech. Some of the positive aspects have to do with being loyal, trustworthy, tactful, and calm. Some of the negatives can be unfaithful, untrustworthy, self-righteous, and cold. Yeah, blue is really that color of um, wisdom and self-knowledge and, you know, it really, um, it's a power color. It really is. You know, and it's so interesting. If people just open their closet and just look at their clothes, like, what's the color that jumps out at you? A lot of times it's black. You know, we've just learned how to, you know, tone down and fit in. So, you know, if you're someone who wears a lot of blue, chances are you're really connected to who you are and it's easier for you to actually speak your truth. So... There's so many ways that you can use color to just, um, you know, enhance your world. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, in, in all of that, true, there's also something you've got to be aware about the myths of communications. And so there's some suggestions that we have that can help you get beyond the myths of communication that help put more magic in your communications and make your, um, your mighty gem recipe of communications just sparkle. And the first thing is to look beyond the words and focus on the emotions because this helps you to have more charisma and persuasive power and it's really something that starts within you it's not about your audience it's about your connection to what you're sharing and what you're talking about also know that good communication um, actually helps expose potential conflict that needs to be handled and it can open things up to have a more intimate connection a lot of times after you have a good discussion with someone you feel like you're closer with them right (laughs) so there's a lot more honesty (laughs) it's like oh all righty So, and remember that communication is a way of building a bridge. So if either side of that communication exchange has um, a key problem, especially if it's foundational, that bridge is not going to last long. You know, it's just like a physical bridge. If one side or the other is weak, it's going to go down. So you also, when you're in, in communicating with people, you want to approach the conversation with an active learning style. And that means not just to learn, but to choose to put what you learn into action, meaning that we need to learn and then change the related behavior to what we learn. So it's sort of like, um, you know, knowing don't eat sugar, it's bad for you. And then, you know, the action would be don't reach for the cupcake. You know, so, you know, you've got to take action. You can't just think your way necessarily into what you want. You've got to act on what it is that you learn. Well, isn't that also like what we're doing? I mean, we like our quote at the beginning was sometimes there's an illusion that the communication has taken place. Yeah, totally. It's almost like the illusion of you sit and learn it, you memorize it, you embed it you embed it in your thought process and then you go wow i really learned this i really know this and then you go and totally blow it (laughs) (laughs) you you reach for the cupcake it's like oh dang the cupcake was bigger than i was (laughs) well that's like the people that bring in you know the 
the uh, you know really sugary things to a, a break room in a company. You know that's just like open territory. But it's also if you turn it around, it can be an opportunity to really practice what you're learning. And you know that's that's very powerful too. If you can turn a situation like that and say, okay, well I don't need that. You know I'm. Not like you're higher than that, but it's just, I don't need that. Thank you. Well, yeah, it's like you're choosing strength from within. You know, you're saying, you know what, this is an opportunity where I get to show myself how much I've learned. I don't have Mm -hmm. to reach for that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and, you know, the other thing about it is communication is really a two-way process where we choose to empathize or pay attention to or laugh with or ignore someone else's communications. So we think it's a one-way focus, but it's really a a round-trip experience. (laughs) So, uh, and, you know, emotionally intelligent people are good communicators, um, but these people are not necessarily... I'm going to, you know, it's going to sound weird to say it, but, you know, having a high IQ does not equate to having good communication skills. So emotionally intelligent people are not always the brightest bulbs in the box from an IQ standpoint, (laughs) you know, but at the same time, it's like, you know, if they're with their heart and they're showing up and they are loving people and, you know, that makes all the difference. It's not what you say, but how you say it. So um, sometimes people's habits and traits and thoughts can get in the way of good communication because they might tend to criticize or find fault or use, you know, big five, five million, the $5 college words, you know, the complex words because they want to prove themselves. Like there's some ulterior motive to their communication. So, you know, when someone just shows up in purity and they're just open and vulnerable and sharing and they care, that's enough. That's, you know, that's good communication. Mm -hmm. So, um, you also, you know, it's important that you think that whatever message you sent is what the other person actually got. Like, that's that's a dangerous assumption. We know what assuming does. You know, assuming makes an uh, out of you and me. You know, it's not, it's often the message that you sent is not what was received. It is likely not the reality that the other person heard exactly what you said, the way you said it and the way you meant it. How each person interprets the message is based on their own beliefs and values. So it's actually a really good practice to have people confirm back to you what they think they thought that they heard you say. (laughs) So, you know, it's kind of like that game of telephone when you're a kid, you know, you start out with one direction, by the end it gets to the, you know, 13th kid or whatever. It's like, you don't even know what they said. You could start out by saying, hey, the cat is black and it turns out, you know, the pterodactyl has landed it just you know it's two totally different messages so um the you know you want to really make sure that what people heard is what you actually said and then you also another um key to this is to learn to be adaptable in how you interact with different people because one way does not always work with every person you know if you're a hammer then everybody around you is going to be a nail but what if they're a screw right it just that's the same philosophy you want to um shift and adapt your mood to match other people um uh, and chiefs and indians right mm-hmm. yep so you know that you want to be able to adapt and you know we can label communication like this as a problem if it doesn't go well we can try to ignore it but usually we need to address it even um, though it might not be felt 
like it's the best way to build a happy relationship, the result of, um, you know, letting problems go is just wasting time and energy and emotions and money and whatever. It just, you really want to address it and create um, intimacy that way by being honest. And you cannot not communicate um, because no matter what, words are just one piece. There's the nonverbal part. So, you know, if someone's giving you the silent treatment, that's just, you know, that's really the most dangerous weapon of communication is silent treat- the silent treatment. And, and it says that there's something that's really happening there. So, um, you know, another piece of this is that words will bring forward different images and meanings for the person that you're sharing this with. And basically, you react to the meaning of the word rather than the actual word because your interpretation is what most of the meaning is based on and how you listen, interpret, and understand what's being said. So, and then also people relate to stories. There's emotions and analogies and metaphors. There's a little bit of logic in communication, but the stories, that ensures that people will remember what was just shared. It's, you know, think around the campfire. You know, that's what we share. Um, And people sometimes like to talk about something in many ways as they're exploring all the different facets involved. So if someone is trying to learn more about a particular subject, this might be the best way, but sometimes that can become a bad situation as people overanalyze. So if change is needed, it's better not to be so prolific, but you know, in terms of words, but allow silence and time to help with the process. So most of the time, less is more, you know, and less is more effective. So each of us is responsible for our communication in our lives. No matter what that means for us, whatever that turns out to be, we are responsible for our communications. Own it. (laughs) And what we have here, have been sharing here is the jewel of communication. As you go about the efforts of prospecting for mighty gems in yourself and others, it is really looking for special jewels that exist in each of us. We can get stuck in our life going through the emotions and basic habits of our life requirements with caring for others and forget about ourselves and the values we have as golden nugget ready to be discovered. As we explore and see all the potentials out there, We need to embrace the challenges as a way to grow, and as you grow your internal power, you're less susceptible to the external world. It's not about other people's opinions, it is really knowing what you know. Our Mighty Gem Show hopefully helps you to stake your claim for your gem discoveries and for the powerful unlimited possibilities within each of ourselves. We are on a mighty treasure hunt, and with the magnitude potential of discoveries, it could actually spark something that could launch mighty gold rush fever like there has never been seen before. As we seek to harvest the value of our inner being of wealth potential, we will literally take the lid off and experience freedom in our life with a new congruence of who we are and how we show up in the world as a mighty gem, spotlighting everyday jewels. Mighty Gems is about sparkling as gems and focusing on our personal values, even if they begin as just having a perceived value. How cool is that? Totally, totally cool. You know, really the benefits to all of us are huge because when we're provoking action based on the insights that we've been exploring and then step into an active choice for action, 
we change the world. We are basically moving our plan into action from our intellect and comfort levels into inspired manifestation and empowering ourselves as we go deeper and deeper into the balancing act of discovery. So as we connect to ourselves and to nature and to others with one insight, one choice, and one action, we broaden our arena of prospecting potential. And we can go up and above and beyond where we ever believed we can go and grow. So as Winston Churchill said, by swallowing evil words unsaid, no one has ever harmed his stomach. So take care with your communications, watch your words, and join us next Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a great weekend. Thank you for joining D. Lee for Mighty Gems, spotlighting everyday jewels. Be sure to come back for another great show next Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Enjoy your weekend, and we'll see you here next week.